From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Holy hell. Here's a geezer candy reference. Karma's tweets in, I bet Theo probably also loves eating showered violet candy. What is that, you ask? It's mint. It's old school mints. My aunt used to have showered violet Along with her Werther's Originals. Now, hold now, on. Now, if you go... No, don't even... No, 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 no. The caramel I thought you were going to defend... The, the caramel... No, 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 That's no. what Werther's Originals I are. Know, I know. But sometimes there's the butterscotch right next to them, <laughs> and you don't want to slip up and put a butterscotch in your mouth because you're well, going to be disappointed. butterscotch sucks. Yeah, yeah, Yes. Yeah. So sometimes there's the bowls, right? When you go to your grandma's house, <laughs> and there's the peppermints, and then there's the uh, Werther's Originals. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, um, what are the peppermints? Um, I don't know what they're called. Um, like, those actually aren't bad. They're not terrible, right? But those go first. Those yeah. always go first. And what's left is the Butterscotch and the Werther's. And Werther's are good. Now, they're not they're not like a go-to. But it's caramel. You're literally just letting caramel melt in your mouth when you get a Werther's. It's caramel. It's you so, don't like caramel? But it's it gets caught in your, again, it gets caught it in does. your teeth. It's hard. It's it's And you can't eat it in mass. Like, you I can't. want a candy I can just murder. But when you're left with very little options, I mean, I'd be in Bridge City, Louisiana, kicking it. <laughs> like, there's nothing around us. There's not a store I can walk to. I can go to the Cold Cup Lady, yeah. or I can eat some of these Werther's <laughs> Originals. And guess what? I had myself a lot of Werther's Originals right. growing up. And you and I good. have very similar upbringings from that standpoint, <laughs> then. The, the, the candy standpoint with uh, your older relative yeah. that you see often. What are the what are the mints? The, the, the chocolate... They kind of can cut your tongue. Oh, oh, you're talking about the. Uh, yeah, no, it's soft. It's it's it came in the 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 foil, like the the silver yeah, foil, and you unwrap I, it. I don't know. And what it's chocolate called, and mint, yeah. and it's good. Yeah, it's pretty. It's solid. good. Like yeah. that's that's good stuff right there. Um, but I cannot remember the name of it. Oh, Andy's Andy's mitts. Yeah, Andy's mitts Those are exactly. The, Andy's yeah. were okay, Andy's mitts are the ones that you Andy's, unpeel yeah. and you just. I used to like Andy's. Angle cap. Yeah, they're I fine. used to walk to Walmart as a kid to really? get Andy's. Yeah. Oh, no. see, as a kid, Lemonheads and Spree. I love Spree. Spree is one of the most underrated candies of all time. Wow, I don't think I've ever had it, yeah. Of all time. But I never see Spree in a Halloween bag. This whole conversation has started off of what you're getting in a... I, like, I see dots. I've never seen Spree I in see a Halloween Mike and I, bag. But I never see Spree. Um, I see Lemonheads. Usually, it's the big old, can, you can choke to death yeah. on it, ball of yeah. Lemonhead. Um, and then, like, there's Skittles, the M&M's. Skittles, Yeah, the Reese's yeah. Pieces. They don't all need that stuff. the pub. We've yeah. given... Yeah, they're... they're they're mainstream. They're established, exactly. Yeah. All right, so here is, here is, actually, real quick, before I get into the story about me almost dying, yes. um, let me tell you about Brightline. Brightline, brightline.com, or the free Brightline app, that is how you are headed to see the heat. It is how you are headed to go to a museum in Fort Lauderdale. It's how you are going to, to check out Brickle. It's how you should traverse through South Florida. That's Brightline. GoBrightline.com and the free Brightline app. Stations in West Palm, Fort Lauderdale, and Miami. The AC, the Wi-Fi, the comfort, the premium seating where there's the premium lounge. You get the snacks. You get the drink. You get the first-class service on the train. And all the while, you are just passing gridlock and you are enjoying your trip in style. It's the best way, the only way to get through South Florida. It's Brightline. GoBrightline.com, the free Brightline app. That's Brightline, Brightline.com, and the free Brightline app. I prefer the premium seating. You are absolutely going to love it, no matter the type of ticket that you get at Brightline. And candy, yeah, they've got it. They've got it, Mm. just like we've been talking about right there 
on Brightline. All right, now to my gummy near- bears. I eat, a, I eat a lot of gummy yeah, bears. Yeah, gummy bears are good. An old standard. Don't talk about at the Brightline. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I saw you had the you had the gummy bears when you went down to the heat open. Yeah, a bunch of them. Uh, so when I was in college, uh, actually, I just started working here, so I was still really, really young. And went to Wyoming because one of my friends from college was getting married in Billings? Wyoming. Billings? Cheyenne, mm. uh, Wyoming. Um, Billings is in Montana. Great. Yeah. Uh, Great Cheyenne, <laughs> Cheyenne <laughs> Wyoming. And uh, so his, the, the woman that he was marrying, very, very sweet girl. Cheyenne's not exactly like the um, affluent capital of America, mm. right? So one of the groomsmen... Uh, her brother lived in a trailer. So we, on the day of the wedding rehearsal, just went to his trailer to hang out for a little bit until it was time for the wedding rehearsal, and we were going to walk to the church. I'm telling you, this was the type of trip and type mm, of wedding that mm. it was, okay? So I'm just sitting there randomly eating a bag of uh, peanut M&Ms, and we're all sitting there watching hockey, because that's what they do in, in uh, Wyoming, in Cheyenne, Wyoming. And I, I breathe in, and all of a sudden, I feel, mm. and I'm like, wait a minute. And I feel the peanut M&M mm, mm. in my throat. And I don't know if you've ever, how close you've ever come to like choking, having a serious situation. But when you inhale and you can't get any breath in and it's not moving in your throat and you feel the thing stuck in there, you start to panic. You mm. have that hot feeling and it starts to take over you. And I'm like, oh, God. But I don't want to let anybody know around me that I'm actually choking on this peanut M&M. I don't want to face the humiliation of having to get the Heimlich maneuver with a peanut M&M stuck in my trachea, right? Yeah. So I'm like walking around. I'm like, oh, I got to go to, for what I could get out of my mouth speaking because I was having trouble talking, I got to go to the bathroom. <laughs> so I get to the bathroom and I'm, I'm not even joking. I am trying to make myself vomit. I literally have my fingers in my throat mm. trying to bring up something that'll dislodge this peanut M&M from my throat. And it's not working. And I'm panicking and I'm starting to see like black dots in front of my eyes. Mm. Finally, it gets to a point where I take a swallow and the peanut goes down. I finally Ooh. got the chocolate to melt enough ah. to just have the peanut in there, and it went into my stomach, and I avoided death at that moment. But wow. in retrospect, the fact that I, because I thought it would be humiliating to ask for help while I'm fighting for breath in my life instead of just own it and say, hey, could somebody help me? I have a peanut M&M in my throat. That probably wasn't the wisest move on my part. Yeah, that that was uh I get it though, trust me. But I got away with it. I I get it. But like that wasn't the right move. You got to tell somebody. Like I guess my PSA is if you are choking on something, don't try to push through it. Don't try to grind through it. It's such a man thing to do. But what was I thinking? What a dumbass toxic, idea that toxic was. Toxic masculinity right yes. there, man. Ask for some help. Like what have you ever had a near death choking experience like that? Um I've had moments where it's been like something like like so you were lucky when I think about that story because I was going to ask you before had you already got the chocolate off of the peanut no, before you that was choked the problem. on it. It was a full, just inserted in the mouth peanut M&M, which so, is why it got real dicey. Because those are a little bit bigger. Yeah. So luckily for you, the object was able to shrink in size mm-hmm. and then go down. Right, right, right. Um, I've had times where I've had like something stuck in my throat and I've actually had to cough it out, mm. um, which is uncomfortable as Did well. Did you tell anybody or were you by yourself? I was or? by myself. It's, okay. it's, been, it's happened to me actually a couple times. Um, I can't think of any specifics, but I, I know the feeling. When you described it, it took me back to that place. That's a terrifying feeling. And it sucks. And you're just like pounding your chest and you're like doing all kinds, just trying to, and then you cough it out and you're like, yes, dodged it again. 
Um, but <laughs> I win again. Shoot to death again. I am the man. <laughs> Unstoppable. Undefeated. Man, that like was. Like the Eagles of choking. But since then, I've I've definitely had an aversion to just lackadaisically eating candy. If it's like a hard candy, mm. I I mean, I absolutely am still, and I gnaw the hell out of that thing until it's time to have it. Head down this was traumatizing. For yeah, you. oh, for sure. Have you? That s- was miserable. Seen a therapist? Have you talked to anybody? No, about that? maybe because I should. This might be a real thing though, because I I noticed a bunch of times when we talked about these candies earlier. You talked about the choking hazards of each of the candies. <laughs> if there was any uh-huh. relative uh-huh. choking hazard right. even to be seen, the lemon heads. Like again, yeah, you kept bringing big, it up. Those big lemon heads are made <laughs> to kill young kids. <laughs> it feels like those it. are murder weapons. It feels like it, but also specifically to you, I think you might have traumas that you need to deal with. Again, were there originals? <laughs> that was could easily small, get sucked into a windpipe. You're right, though. You're right. Easily, and that thing's not melting quickly. It's not melting. That takes a, a, a specific amount of time to take care of. And it's of. sticky, too. So it's like yeah, right, right, right. it's hard to move if right. you do get it down there. It, it's going to uh, be adhesive to your, your throat. Um, your larynx. Exactly. Yeah. Your trachea, trachea. or whatever, however you want to put it. Now, Esophagus. I want to – I was reading I – was, I was scrolling through the, uh, the Twitter timeline today. That could be and, dangerous. And uh, Jimmy Trena of Sports Illustrated tweeted something that I thought was – Really applicable because it's something that I have been thinking about over the last couple of days. And especially now in light of the Tom Brady divorce that has been so public and so out there. And he's had to talk about it and he's had to own it and he's not playing well at all. I, I feel bad for him. But this was, this was the tweet from Jimmy Trainer. Amidst all of the discussion about Tom Brady, Russell Westbrook, and Ben Simmons, it seems as if the discourse around these personalities is just flat-out toxic for the sake of being toxic. Do you agree with that? Hmm. It, they're all different, though, you know? Like, each of those situations, I, I th- it's hard to lump together and say they're all just toxic for the sake of being toxic. Twitter is a place, I mean... That's the home of toxic for the sake of being it's toxic. It's a cesspool, and it's going to be even more so now that Elon owns it. Yeah. Elon yeah. Musk owning it is going to turn Twitter into just the worst place on the planet. I thought he said he was saving the world by buying it. Oh, yeah, of course he'll say that. got to trust his word, man. Yeah. Um, He's also going to save the world with the Hyperloop that's never <laughs> going, to be, going to be finished. Waiting on that, Elon. Waiting as well. But I think it's, it, that's hard for me to, to group them all in. But what I will say is I think more so with Westbrook at this point, it's people, Westbrook and Ben Simmons. People are just, they can't wait. They're watching games almost with the intent to clip something that one of them two does to make fun yeah. of. Versus Brady, it's like, okay, he's going through a public divorce and he's not as good at football anymore. But people aren't really like just sitting here like clipping up stuff and teasing him on Twitter like that. It's more so just like laughing at his pain. But I, so I yesterday, we had, and, and Silent Assassin will attest to this, our, our opening topic was who do you feel most sympathy for? Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, uh, Aaron Judge, or LeBron James? They've all had miserable seasons. Mm. They all made decisions that have come to this point. And Aaron Jones had a good season, or Aaron Judge. 
He, he did, but he's, he's getting booed. Anymore. He's getting yeah. booed yeah. in the ALCS because he's playing poorly, even though he was basically that team this year. But the replies I got on social media, why would I ever feel bad for millionaires? Why would I ever feel bad for big money people like that? Ah, oh, they brought it upon themselves. Yeah. I... Could not it, like the topic never really got off the ground because people. Why would I feel bad for any of them? You can't tell me that there isn't a place in your your heart. And this is going to sound corny as hell, and for that I apologize. But there's not a place in your soul where you see what Tom Brady has been juggling. And it was it. It was the coming back from retirement annoying. Absolutely. Are we on Tom Brady overload a lot of the time? A hundred percent. Is it easy to bag on him because he's been the greatest and he has been, uh, just ask him, the self-proclaimed titan of preparation and, and competition? Sure. But this guy, to be going through very, again, very publicly, this divorce he has with a very public person in Giselle Bunchin, all while putting the weight of the world on his shoulders with a team that is scuffling to failing right now. People can't find it within themselves to at least feel some semblance of sympathy for Tom Brady because he makes a lot of money and he's been at the top of his profession. I find that to be disturbing. Yeah. I, a lot of that just is is jealousy. And I think the type of people that don't, that can't separate, okay, the two. Okay, this guy is way more successful than me, but he still is a human being who can deal with things and can be sad. It's easy can, to jump on people's graves. Yeah, but And I think that's what's happening a bit here. Oh, so you think it's more so not that they can't separate the celebrity from the person. You're thinking it's more so they like to celebrate oh, other yeah, people's yeah. downfall. No, I think, I think that sports Tom Brady and personal Tom Brady, everybody's taking it as a complete package, yeah. and now it's become fodder. Yeah. <laughs> if Tom Brady isn't perfect like this, it makes me feel a whole lot better about myself. Eat it, Brady. That's now you know how we feel. That's what I think is, being, be, is happening on social media especially. But for people that actually go through things and like, or see or watch people go through stuff, like I think that that's what elicits that ability to have sympathy for people that even are, even are celebrities because I feel like at the very core of it all, we have to at least feel like it must be hard for Tom Brady. I know he's... He's had a great career. He has all the money. He has the wife, the kids, all of that stuff. He still really loves and wants to be good at football, and it sucks for him right now. He still, I'm sure, loved his marriage and loved the family that he had built together, and that sucks right now for him. Like, for you not to be able to draw up any sympathy, I think it's, it's, I don't know. It's almost inhuman. It's weird. It's weird. It it sort of makes you a bit garbagey if you can't feel any semblance of sympathy for Tom Brady, if you can't separate yeah. personal Tom Brady from professional Tom Brady. And for me, I don't like seeing someone who's been an all-time great struggle as much as Tom Brady is. That brings me to LeBron. LeBron's not like overly struggling, yeah. but I don't feel bad for him. He created this. He created this. But LeBron also comes from a place where his entire career, he's been able to maximize everything around him. He went to a finals with his number two, Booby Gibson. Right? Like, no love he's for Ogoskis always there. no love Don for Marshall. My apologies Shouts. to him and his family. <laughs> but but he has he, he's been able to maximize everybody around him, but those days are over. Yeah. And now you're seeing it in catastrophic fashion with a high-profile franchise really rise to the top. It's tough to watch. I can feel sympathy for that because he has been a great ambassador for the sport, and he's done nothing but win. But now on the decline, it is difficult to watch. Aaron Rodgers, I feel no sympathy. He's made his own bed. He's a liar and a conspiracy theorist. I feel no pain for Aaron Rodgers whatsoever. So maybe that does make me inhuman. But Tom Brady specifically, mm. 
you can't tell me there isn't a part of you. I would hope there's a part of you that feels some sympathy for the way maybe and what seems to be the last year of his career is going, coupled with the high-profile divorce that he's going through. That's what I feel the most sympathy for. Now, honestly, him failing at football, I don't really care. And I predicted it as well because it seemed like he didn't want to be a part of this Bucks team to go with. Then he comes in. The team isn't as good as predicted. They're old. And when you're old, it you're more susceptible to injury, and that's what's been plaguing them. Like, all of that, whatever. But for him to be going through this public divorce and people to be making fun of it, and you got guys like Antonio Brown who you literally housed and you literally, like, vouched for to get another job in the league – and you literally got him a Super Bowl ring to be out here trolling you as well. It's just like... Antonio Brown, that's the one that pisses me off the most. Yeah, like, that's ridiculous. What a jackass. I just don't get the angle. Antonio Brown, and I'm sure there's mental issues there. Yeah, yeah, that. So, I feel badly about this, but... The consistent behavior, it's very Kanye-ish with nobody checking him. He's just allowed to run roughshod over people who have been there for him. If I'm going to be hard on Kanye like I was earlier this week, and he's a total clown not to be reined in, Antonio Brown is the epitome of jackassery as well. A bad person. A bad dude. Do all the camps for kids you want, A.B., but that type of behavior... That is malcontent nonsense it's just for disgusting. Antonio Brown. I mean, the dude, the dude housed you. Like, at, there's a certain you, level you of you got base- to live in his basement when you had no other option. Yeah, like there's a certain level of respect that you should have for people in general. But also, like, I can see if Tom Brady was just his teammate, right? And he just was his receiver, and he was his court. No, like the dude literally was the one that gave you that ticket to get back in the league and got you that Super Bowl ring that you couldn't get in Pittsburgh, and that's. It's just an ugly way for him I, to be going about it. It's, do, I it's think, weird. do I think Tom Brady is corny? Absolutely. Is he pretentious? 100%. Yeah. Uh, is he arrogant? For sure. For sure. But also, if it, and I can even delight in times at seeing an all-time great struggle. Yeah. Like, fine. Okay, good. As a Dolphins fan, finally this man is showing some sort of uh, um, uh, age consequence. But this decision to come back, coupled with this divorce from his wife, and it's clear that that's probably affecting him. It's got to be right? mentally, yeah. Like I, it's clear it's probably affecting him. Um, I and I've been hard on him because I did not think that it was a good look to miss the eleven days during training camp, and it was not for a guy that's always uh, come off as the ultimate leader. And 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 he has peddled that um, that that image of yeah. himself. It's not a good look to miss Wednesdays. It's not a good look to miss walkthroughs on Saturdays. But there's a lot going on with this dude. There is a lot going on with this dude. Do you feel sympathy for Tom Brady? Do you feel a semblance of sympathy for Tom Brady? Even if you're not a Tom Brady fan, do you feel any semblance of sympathy for him? Or has he brought all of this on himself? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Do you feel any semblance of sympathy for Tom Brady? Or do you believe that he is, this is all him, he's brought this on himself. No divorce coming if he decides to stay retired from football. 888 888- 760-3776-888-760-3776. Now, you're going to get what's coming to you in the best way possible if you go to Stormhouse Brewing nice. in North Palm Beach. US 1, half mile south of PGA Boulevard, Crystal Cove Commons in North Palm. It's Stormhouse Brewing. Their Halloween party is tonight. A DJ, contests, prizes, and of course, that craft beer. 
brewed on site by the German-trained master brewer in the full food menu. That's right, craft brewery, full food menu, unheard of. Nope, it's right there at Stormhouse Brewing with the DJ, the contest, the prizes for the Halloween party tonight. The Stormhouse Monthly Market is Sunday, noon to 4. They've got the amazing local vendors, the craft soaps, the jewelry, the clothing, and a whole lot more. And bring the kids for a Halloween trunk or treat. That's right, taking care of the kiddos while you sip on some delicious craft beer and get something from that delicious food menu or multiple things from that food menu. Plus, of course, the NFL Sunday ticket, the Premier League, all of it is there at the Stormhouse Monthly Market, Stormhouse Brewing, North Palm Beach, US 1, half mile south of PGA Boulevard. It's Stormhouse Brewing. Check them out online, stormhousebrewing.com. We still have a lot to do. Temple of Troll with Theo Dorsey. I will talk about my cultural appropriation as a third grader on Halloween, but when we come back, Let's talk Tom Brady. Do you feel sympathy for the man? Social media has been really toxic to many people because they're easy targets, Tom Brady being one of them. And again, I'm not going to lie, seeing his decline finally on the football field, there is a part of me that feels great satisfaction about it because enough already. But I also, I think as a human being, Theo's in the same boat. Mm. Like, this whole very public divorce thing, I feel sympathetic watching him with the sunken in cheeks Clearly affected by everything weighing down on him. I find myself saying, huh, I feel sort of sad for the guy. Do you feel any sympathy for Tom Brady? Or much like the refrain I was getting yesterday, did he bring all this on himself? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. We're going to bang out your calls when we come back. He's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaBecca Live on ESPN 106.3. I revel in Tom Brady failures. I love seeing him lose, but it's tough for me to fully enjoy it with this constant divorce stuff swirling around him and dumbasses like Antonio Brown publicly making fun of the guy. Yeah. I... I I don't know. And maybe I'm coming off as soft. Maybe if I was a really good sports talk radio host, I would say, oh, well, he made the decision to come back, and his dad went on with Mike Greenberg and said, oh, the media forced him into retiring, and Tom Brady wanted this. He wanted this. He left his family, and now he's paying the consequences. If I was edgy like that, maybe I'd be in New York right now. Maybe I'd be a, a, a number one host in the L.A. area. Maybe, 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 but I can't bring myself to do that, good guy. and I feel sympathy. You're a good guy. And also, like... <laughs> People keep, he left his family. He le- <laughs> So did the other thousand of dudes who are in the NFL right now. Like, it's not like he left them on an island. Yeah, he retired and decided to come back for a it's year. It's not like, like he ran off. He's with, making money for him, With too. some other Brazilian model yeah. to, to uh, I don't know, Tahiti, and said, sorry, kids, you're going to have to put yourself through college. Yeah. He's not like a deadbeat dad. It's a it's an incredible refrain that people keep going back to that he left his family or chose football over his family. Like he he can be with his family for the next 40 years of his life, right? Like he has maybe one or two more good years he thought at least of football in him and he's the most competitive dude maybe of all time. Are we surprised that he made the decision well, to come back to football? He did. He made a personal decision. Let let's be clear though. He him coming back to football was him putting himself over his family. Yeah, putting himself over his family a bit, yes. But at some point, as a human being, yes, you make sacrifices, but 
at what point do you say, hey, I've got to do this for me to keep myself sane, to keep myself going? That's important, too. Yeah. He's one of those guys. Once he loses football, I'm sure he's wondering, what the hell do I do? I don't really care much about this Fox deal that I have coming up. Like, football is football. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's tricky, but I do know I'm sympathetic to it because there's a lot of people, and Theo, you're going to get there someday. You're going to have kids, and it, there are going to be things that you just can't do any longer because you and Ash have kids, and you have the family, and you're not going to be able to have the freedom that you once had and the sense of self-identity that you once had yeah. because you now are living for someone else, for something else. 100%. And it's tough to go through an entire lifetime with that. And you've got to figure out, pick your battles. Where can I still be me, and where do I make sacrifices? And Tom Brady decided that he still needed football for him. So you can kill him for that, fine, but also be sympathetic to the fact that even if it is a consequence of that decision, it's still a tough spot for him to to be in. Do you feel sympathy for Tom Brady? 888-760-3776. Or did he just bring this upon himself? Do you feel sympathy for Tom Brady, or did he bring it upon himself? 888-760-3776. Before we knock out some calls here, Christian Katz, some intense World Polo Championship music, please. Ooh, that's right. It's, it's the here. Moment. The beauty, the intensity, the drama, the fast-paced action. That is the FIP World Polo Championship. The opening ceremonies tomorrow at the USPA National Polo Center. Hey, Palm Beach County, Treasure Coast, this is only the second time the World Polo Championship has come to the United States, and it's right here in your backyard. Come support Team USA. Come support Argentina, the world champs. Mexico, Uruguay, Italy, Spain, Australia, Pakistan. It's not often you have the greatest in the world at what they do right in your own backyard like you do here with the FIP World Polo Championship. Bring the family and come cheer on the greatest in the world. Intense polo action at the USPA National Polo Center, the most prestigious polo tournament internationally right here in Palm Beach County in Wellington. USPAPro.com to find out more. USPAPro.com. This is the World Cup before the Soccer World Cup. This is the greatest players in polo right here. So come see the drama unfold. The USPA National Polo Center. The FIP World Polo Championship starting tomorrow going through November 6th. Get out there and find out how to get your tickets at USPAPro.com. USPAPro.com. Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3. Let's talk Tom Brady a little bit here. And let's start... In West Palm with Sebastian, who's on ESPN 106.3. Hey, Sebastian. How are you doing, guys? You doing all right today? Yes, You're sir. doing great, brother. All right. So we got to hit a couple spots here on Tom Brady, okay? We got to understand that for a 45-year-old man to be doing I mean, NFL 45 is completely different. For him to be doing what he's doing, you know, in the NFL, his age is already, like, crazy big, right? The dude is getting under pressure a lot this year. And when you don't have a line that's going to give you time, it messes with your timing. It messes with your gameplay because now your clock is way faster. Who wants to get hit by a six foot six D lineman who's running like a four or five full speed taking you out? You know that's that's huge. You know it's going to mess with his gameplay. And then on his under the whole divorce stuff, you know you, you you're in the NFL, 
you can't be half in and half out. Yeah. You got to go all the way in no matter what, you know? And he has, you know, he's, Football is the only thing he has, you know. He's and he's a he's the best guy. He's the best he's ever done it. He is the go. He is Tom Brady, you know. That guy earns he earns the respect of him doing what he did. He's led he's led different teams. He led the Bucks to a Super Bowl. Who didn't have one? Like just nuts, just nuts, you know. So I mean, there is some sympathy for him because you know you want to feel a little bit bad for him because like dude, he's you know we're all used to seeing him on top of his game twenty four seven. You know, but, but Sebastian, it's, you're it's, right. He's half in. He's half in and half out. And maybe ten years ago, he could yeah. do that because he's Tom Brady. But yeah. part of it is he he clearly can't do that half in, half out. Yeah. That's a great point with that. And appreciate the call, Sebastian. Yeah, this whole half in, half in, half in, half out thing. It's tough enough as it is in the NFL at that position to be an all time great. Yeah, and he clearly can't manage it. He can't. This Bucks team, as he knew. This offseason, and as we kind of projected out, everybody could see it. The Bucks roster wasn't as good, so it's like there's so like the margin for error right now, so much, so much smaller for him as a player, and it's affecting him. All of that outside stuff is really affecting him. And it, it, don't get me wrong, I'm not rooting for him, but maybe, just maybe, and I hope this doesn't come out wrong, but uh, maybe this divorce finally being completed is going to lead to him. And the ability to be all in, yeah, as opposed to half in, half out. It's closure. One, I forget what comedian it was, but he, uh, he or she, I can't even remember. But I remember them saying, "Hey, divorce is kind of a good thing. Like it can be freeing for sure. Yeah, once it's completed Liberated. and it's over, I mean, it means that the marriage wasn't working out. Like, and both people agreed, and he put a statement out a couple hours ago or so. Mm-hmm. They came to a finalization. They got all the court stuff out of the way. Like now, it's done. He can move on from it." Does, is it going to plague him a little bit that he has to do this weird balancing out with the kids and all of that? It's a little bit of a different lifestyle, but like you said, it's done. Plenty like, of NFL players have been able to succeed while doing while doing just that. But not as public, right? That's the right, only no, difference. No, for sure, like, for if sure. the backup left tackle is going through a divorce, he can deal with it in privacy. He doesn't have to stand in front of a mic and answer questions after every game in practice. It's a little different What's for Tom wrong? Brady. Tom Brady is so squeaky clean from a personal standpoint that so many people forget that he had, he had a child and left the mother of his first child. Didn't know that for Giselle Bunchen. I didn't know that. Yeah. So, like, but that's that's what I'm saying is he has made all the right steps and now he's in such uncharted territory with this divorce um, that you forget about things. Yeah. Like that, Brandon in Port St. Lucie is on Ken Levick Alive. What's up, Brandon? Hey, how you doing, guys? Good. Uh, yeah, so even as a lifelong Bills fan, man, I do, I do feel some sympathy for him. Uh, I mean, and people can talk about how, oh, you know, because he came back to football and that's what caused the divorce. I mean, this is probably something, who knows, that's been maybe brewing for years now, well before he even talked about retiring or coming back. Um, so there's tons of other variables, I'm sure, other than him playing football, but yeah, I, I do feel bad for him, and it's kind of sad to see him regressing like he is uh, out on the field. But like you guys just said, maybe uh, since the divorce is finalized now, maybe he can solely focus on that. But it's still an adjustment period for him, you know? I sure. mean, it's like he's going back and forth with the kids and figuring that out and trying to get his group of guys together to try to win some football games here, you know, literally almost halfway through the season. I mean, it's 
it's definitely an adjustment period that I don't, you know, I don't think he's really been through before. And at this stage of his career, I think it just makes it that much more difficult. Yeah. You know, and, and, on the divorce being difficult. Right. Enough, so. And we had no idea this time last year there were any issues with him. And uh, we said it at the time. I thought that legacy was great, even though he fell short of a championship in his final season, nearly coming back and being Tom Brady against the eventual Super Bowl champs to get to bow out of the postseason was a great look on Tom Brady. Yeah. That was short of winning the Super Bowl the year before, just as, as close to as good a walk-off as you were going to get because he nearly single-handedly took down the Rams in an epic comeback. Yeah. That was as close to a win as you can have in a playoff loss. But now he has come back, and this is faceplant time. Yeah. And that sucks. That sucks. Leo in Riviera Beach is with us on Ken LeVica Live. Hey, Leo. Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Great show as always. Thank you. I really think that as a, from a football standpoint, I have absolutely zero minus, neg- minus 69% sympathy for Tom Brady from a football standpoint. Mm-hmm. He beat the Dolphins for 20 plus years. He has seven Super Bowls. He's been to a, he's been to 40% of the Super Bowls in the past 20 years. Um, I have, you know, I have no sympathy for that. I just wish that he could have, he could have been unselfish enough to choose his family over football. Once you've already lived the charm life, it's not like he's been in football for three years got to a Super Bowl, didn't win one, had unfinished business, and then now he's divorcing, or or it's not like he was playing for three years and Giselle was like, you know, three years is enough. Come on, I don't want you to get hurt. I don't want you to get, get, get concussed. Uh, let's, let's uh, you know, you either stop playing football after three years or, you, or we get a divorce. No, it, it was since 2018, since he beat the Rams, Giselle has been kind of mentioning this, Oh, I don't want him to get hurt. He's forty. Uh, what are we gonna do? You know, you won you, you won your sixth Super Bowl, your Brady Bunch Super Bowl, and Giselle has been coming out since twenty eighteen. So for everybody to say that football probably isn't the whole thing, it's it's. We all know we've been in relationships. You break a promise to a woman, and that trust is gone. Okay, good luck with that relationship going forward. So what I want to say is that I feel bad for him that he couldn't be unselfish enough to to choose his family and his wife over football. And I think it was a selfish move by him, and he has to play with the consequences. But I do feel bad that, that a divorce happens to it. I feel bad for the kids. Yeah, and, and uh, appreciate the call, Leo. And there's, like, there's no, like, fighting this. I don't think there's any debate to be had. What I do think is he absolutely is, is reaping the consequences of those decisions. Leo's right. Like, this was not... Uh, this was not a, a new thing, Giselle wanting Tom Brady to leave football. I mean, going back to the Patriots days, um, multiple reports, she was ready for Tom to, to give it up. And sometimes, sometimes it is, and maybe that's an indication that Tom Brady's a bit selfish. Yeah. And he made a decision, and there are consequences now. But just because it was a selfish decision doesn't necessarily mean that you don't feel badly for something like that ending maybe he didn't think through enough maybe he didn't take Giselle seriously I don't know but it's clearly been affecting him and while I do celebrate his playing failures I do I I hate to see what's happening to him in the personal life it makes me feel bad even if he did bring that up. you can say someone brought yeah. that on himself and he deserves it while still feeling bad right it's yeah both things can be true it's yeah. like it's it's almost like I mean <laughs> 
for lack of a, a better analogy, it's like just because, like, let's say somebody, like, let's say right now if I walk across the street, um, jaywalk is the word I was looking for. Mm-hmm. If I jaywalk, I don't deserve to be hit by a car. Like, right. it sucks. You can still feel bad for me and also say, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I did something wrong. Yeah, yeah. You see what I'm saying? Was that a little too far? No, that's good. I think yeah. I think that's an apt analogy, a weird analogy, <laughs> but weird. an apt analogy, it works. It's like, because the real analogy I was going to go to is a lot of times when people do things or get caught for things, like even the Brittany Grinder situation, mm-hmm. all the people celebrating and wanting her to be in prison you for nine years. You can still feel bad for the fact that she's in prison for nine years Come in on. Russia. Right. Like, dudes are like, oh, she committed the crime, she's got to do the crime. She had, like... Some stuff right. on her, like she had some some illegal stuff on her, and she's yeah. in prison Trust for me, nine years. Overseas. There are many other people in this country yeah. who are getting away with things right now that if they were charged, I would not feel bad for them yeah. because they deserve it. Brittany Griner is someone who absolutely should have your sympathy. She should have some sympathy. Yes, some she committed a crime, but for her to be in a Russian prison for nine years yeah. is a little extreme. Hey, Kim Mulkey, can start with you. Mm. Speaking of just no, she's done with Griner, I guess people. because yeah, miserable people, Kim Mulkey. Griner's not giving her any more any more wins, um, any more championships, so she's done with her. Yeah. Shoot her up, spit her out. Yeah. Uh, you want to do a little Temple of Troll? Let's get it. All right. Christian Cat. let's get to him. Oh, there it's it is. It's time to hear the good word. He prays for your sports pain. Rocio then rejoices and preaches pettiness. Theo Dorsey is in his bully pulpit in the Temple of Troll. Okay. So Theo is a man who wants to spit on your sports teams, on your favorite athletes, on your fantasy team, and he brings it every week to just make you feel bad about yourself while he wallows in your terrible feelings. Theo, who's your target today? Cowboys fans. That includes you, Jupiter Joe. I hope you're listening. Cowboys fans everywhere, I know you are wallowing in defeat right now. I know you're sad. I know that you're feeling like you're... You're maybe not America's team anymore. Can I go out that far and say they're not America's team anymore? I'll say it. Yeah, do it. The Cowboys are no longer America's team. And you want to know how I know that? Because yesterday we found out that LeBron James, he kind of pulled a Theo Dorsey card and he renounced his Cowboy fandom. LeBron James is now fully a Cleveland Browns fan. He renounced his Cowboy fandom dating back to when Jerry Jones forced players to stand up for the anthem. He said that went too far. And I got a side with him. Sure, it did. It went too far. America's team forcing their players to stand for the anthem and all of that stuff. LeBron James struck down on it. He's no longer a Cowboys fan. I just know that Cowboy Nation and all of the people that are celebrating how good they're doing this year have to feel a little bit of angst, a little bit of hurt that they don't have the king, LeBron James, on their side anymore. Uh, Jupiter Joe, you can tweet at me. I know you might not have time to call in at this point. I just want to know how you feel now that you can no longer say you're in the same fan base as LeBron James. It has to hurt. Cowboys fans, Yeah. sorry you had to be on the end of that, but Theo's just doing his thing. I just have to relay that because I know it was something that was undercovered as well. Mm -hmm. People didn't give it enough media attention. It's almost like the Brett Favre stuff people keep tweeting about. You know what? I want to give this some attention. LeBron James no longer a Cowboys fan. Speaking of. Sucks to be y'all. The uh, LeBron James uh, Barbershop Thursday Night Football in a couple of weeks. <laughs> I'm probably going to pass out. I do not want to see that. I, I don't see the draw in that at all. Did you see the promo? Yeah, it was not. It, it, it didn't inspire promo. me at all to, uh, to tune in. He was like, man, we want to talk about football too, like John Madden. And, and then he couldn't name any other announcers. You know where I go to? I said, yeah, right, what? right. You know where I go to for my football analysis? Maverick Carter. <laughs> Maverick Carter and LeBron James. <laughs> Talking football. Nope. 
But have a good show, guys. Have a good show. Uh, You are going to have a whole lot of fun with Underdog Fantasy. Underdogfantasy.com. Play NBA. Play NFL. Play college football. Play NHL. It's all there for you at Underdog Fantasy and UnderdogFantasy.com. So many games, so many options, so many ways to win money. That's the great part about Underdog Fantasy is you are going to have your deposit doubled uh, up to $100 if you use the promo code West Palm at Underdog Fantasy. I'm playing tonight a little high-low, a little NHL action. That's right, I'm getting in on it. That's Underdog Fantasy and UnderdogFantasy.com. It's easy to sign up. It's easy to play. Play with your friends. Set it up. Stone Labanowitz is playing it. I'm playing it. You should play it, too. Again, this isn't just one-time weekly. Here's your matchup. Here's the waiver wire. No, 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 no. You draft. Your teams are set, and you sit back, and you watch, and you watch the points accrue, and then you watch yourself make money. You watch yourself compete. It's super fun. It checks all the boxes. It's the best fantasy out there. It's my fantasy. It's the most fun fantasy. It's Underdog Fantasy, underdogfantasy.com. Use the promo code WESTPALM to get that deposit doubled up to $100. He's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West West Palm Beach. You are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. I always want to mention Greenway Kia. Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach, where I got my Kia K5 GT. It's where you're going to get a brand new or certified pre-owned beautiful Kia. Credit Clinic on site. They have your back. They are working for you. You're going to keep coming back at Greenway Kia. GreenwayKia.com. Military Trail, half mile south of PBIA. Palm Beach International Airport. That's Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach, where you're going to have the best car buying experience of your entire existence at Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach. Want to get to our EDS air conditioning coolest moment of the week? We talked about it earlier, Theo. Cormani McLean mm. is going to be a Miami Hurricane five-star corner out of Lakeland. He was going to be a Gator. The experts said for years he's a Gator. He's a Gator through and through. So much so that... Uh, uh, the, the new Gators coaching staff, back during the winter, put together a happy birthday message for Cormani McLean just to say, hey, kiddo, we love you. Can't wait for you to get to Gainesville. <laughs> this is what it sounded like, and this is what Cormani McLean turned down, turned his back on to be a Miami Hurricane. Listen to this cringe. Money, what it do, my boy? Polk County, already know what it is. Happy birthday, my boy. Hope you have a good one. Money McLean, can't wait to get you and your family on campus. Wanted to wish you a happy birthday. Money Let's McLean! We're going to box when I see you. But have a great day, man. Go Gators. What's up, Money? I heard we have a birthday on our hands. Happy birthday. Yeah. I hope you it's have the greatest day ever, and we cannot wait to get you on campus here soon. Go Gators. Money, what's up? It's Katie here. I just want to wish you happy birthday. Can't wait for you to get down here. We just wanted to send our love from Florida. So see you soon. Go Gators. Happy birthday, Cormani. Looking uh, forward to seeing you in the swamp in March, buddy. Go Gators. The big gun, Billy Napier. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, Florida. What an embarrassing that travesty. That should have been the tip of the troll right there. Oh, that thing exists. If I saw that oh, on Cormani McLean, I would have said, I'm going to Miami immediately. What That's cringe sad. nonsense. To a 16-year-old. Oh, a 17-year-old. That's so good. All right, Theo, have a great weekend. I'll save my cultural appropriation story for Monday. Perfect. That's Christian Cat. I'm Ken. Have a great weekend. Bye-bye.